Have you ever wondered how all the end-time Bible prophecy events relate to each other? Events like the rapture, the tribulation, the second coming, and the millennium? If so, stay tuned for a dynamic illustrated presentation that you will never forget. Lamb and Lion Ministries presents Christ in Prophecy, a program that focuses on the fundamentals of Bible prophecy, showing how current events in the news relate to biblical predictions of end-time events and the soon return of Jesus. Now, here's your host, Dr. David Reagan. Greetings in the name of Jesus, our blessed hope. I am Dave Reagan, founder and director of Lamb and Lion Ministries, and I am pleased to announce that I have in the studio with me again this week one of my colleagues, Don Perkins. Don is the founder and director of According to Prophecy Ministries located in San Diego, California. Don, Welcome back to God's country here in Texas. I'm glad to be in God's country. <laughs> Folks, uh, last week Don and I introduced you to the fascinating world of Bible prophecy charts. We showed you simple charts, complex charts, small charts, and giant charts. We emphasize that charts are essential to the study of Bible prophecy because nowhere in the Bible can you find detailed listings of all end time events and how they relate to each other. Instead, when it comes to end time prophecy, the Bible is like a jigsaw puzzle that must fit together to see the big picture. Last week we showed you some giant Bible prophecy charts that were used by traveling evangelists back in the 1920s and 30s. And we pointed out that these were very common visual props before the days of slide projectors and digital projectors. I also mentioned last week that Don still uses such charts very effectively in his teaching and preaching. And Don, this week, I want to give our viewers an opportunity for you, them to see you in action as you're working with one of these giant charts of your own. Yes. But tell us first, how in the world did you come to design the chart that you're going to be showing to us? Well, it, it happened as a result of my studies. As I was studying the Word of God, and I used charts. I looked at Larkin's charts. I looked at different other Bible prophecy teachers' charts. And I found out that those charts really helped me uh, to, to be able to communicate more effectively the teachings of Bible prophecy. You know, as I talked about the second coming, I could take them to the chart and show them that. As I talk about the rapture, I can take them to the rapture. You know, so the chart, I saw, I saw a need for it. Yeah. And we designed uh, a design a user-friendly chart that was able to... Uh, well, it is us. a user-friendly chart. Yes. I've seen you use it, brother, yes. and you, you really know how to do it. And you know, Don, it, it's just what it does is it reinforces what you're teaching. I mean, experts on education Amen. will tell you that when you use a visual it really doubles the amount of retention on the part of the audience. So yes. you have, well, folks, I, I, I just want you to see what I'm talking about. We're going to turn Don loose to give <laughs> us a teaching about Bible prophecy using his overview chart. I want to take you through our Bible prophecy chart, and we actually call this chart Bible Prophecy God's Order of Events. And what I'm going to do, uh, I'm going to actually take you through from the present age all the way through to the eternal state. And again, I just want to give you some understanding about this chart. Uh, everything you see on this line would be things that would take place on planet Earth. Everything beneath it would be things in the underworld or hell. Everything above would be things that would take place in the heavenlies. And what I'm going to do, I'm going to take you through, uh, give you a general overview of Bible prophecy and also show you how this chart uh, is, is, is quite effective to help you understand Bible prophecy. I want to start here with the present age. And again, we know that Adam uh, was created in a, in a beautiful world. It was a perfect world. But the Word of God tells us because of sin, 
Uh, the Bible says that sin entered into the earth. And therefore, the beautiful world that God created became thorn infested and, and sin entered into man. Death entered into planet Earth. But one thing I thank God for, because God in his foreknowledge and plan, the Bible says he had already uh, had a plan. He had crucified his son uh, in his mind. Christ was already crucified in the mind of God in order to redeem man in case Adam made a mistake. Well, we know Adam made that mistake and, and sin entered, entered into man. And the word of God tells us uh, that God, you know, th- with his foreknowledge and plans, he created, uh, not created, but he had a plan to, to bring in his son, Jesus. Uh, what I like about this part of the chart is that uh, in this section, we study Christ in prophecy. This was God's remedy to bring man into eternal life. And we look at uh, Christ in prophecy from the Old Testament, uh, different aspects of the prophecies uh, that led him to the cross, him going into Jerusalem, him uh, uh, dying between two thieves. Every aspect of his life was divinely ordered of God. But because what he has done, and I thank God so much for it, because what he has done, he's brought in eternal life for mankind. As a result of our Lord uh, going to the cross, uh, the church was birthed. We, we, we have here the book of Acts. And in the book of Acts, you know, the church age began. The Bible says that the, that the apostles turned the world upside down. And now we are presently in what is known as the church age or the dispensation known as the church age. This is a wonderful time where Christ is, is, is using the church, the body of Christ. And we are here today uh, waiting uh, for the next major prophetic event that's going to come on the horizon. And that event is known as the rapture of the church. Now, I do teach and believe that the rapture is a, is a pre-tribulational rapture. So I believe that the church will be raptured prior to the great tribulation period. And this is going to be a wonderful event because every Christian who's born again today will be taken up. The Bible says we'll be changed in a moment in the twinkling of an eye. We'll be caught up and we'll be changed from mortal to immortality. And I really love because the saints will be caught up. The Bible says we will obtain glorified bodies like our Lord. So this is one event that I'm that I'm truly waiting on here to be caught up uh, to be with my Lord. And the Bible says those of us that are raptured, so shall we ever be with the Lord. Now, what I want to do here, I want to take up just a little bit further here since we were caught up. Uh, we're being caught up here in the rapture. Uh, we, are, we will be caught up for a reason, for a purpose. Uh, we're going to also see that as the church is taken up, we will go before what is known as the judgment seat of Christ or the Bema seat of Christ. And this is where Christ will judge every believer, every Christian for their labors and services as a Christian upon planet Earth. There at the judgment seat of Christ, the Christian can obtain five rewards, five different crowns. And then there'll also be other rewards, too. I also believe that uh, here at the judgment seat, uh, Christians will obtain rewards for their uh, uh, leadership in regards to the millennial kingdom. I believe that Christ will uh, give us rewards uh, for the millennial kingdom. But here, Christians will actually be there to be judged by Christ. One thing is exciting, though, uh, even though a Christian may lose rewards at the judgment seat of Christ, he won't be uh, uh, cast aside. Uh, This is not a judgment uh, for condemnation, although some Christians will lose rewards. Now, again, this is an event that would take place in the in the heavenlies. Now, what we're also going to see, too, that the Bible also tells us of a of another event that will actually transpire in the heavens. And, and that event is known as the um, as the marriage supper, supper of the Lamb. And I'll explain a little bit more about that as we come to this part of the chart. But what I want to go back here and I want to show you something. Here. The church will be raptured and caught up. And as we are taken up, there will be another event that would take place upon planet Earth. The Bible tells us about this seven year of tribulation. Uh, There will be three and a half years and three and a half years totaling seven years of the judgment of God upon planet Earth. There will be 21 judgments that will enter the great tribulation period. And on top of that, the Antichrist. 
And many people here will find themselves in this tribulation season. It will be a different time, a different time frame of, uh, for, you know, for mankind. Even our Lord has told us, he said that the tribulation, uh, this will be a time the world has never seen nor never ever will see again. Uh, Jeremiah calls it the time of Israel's trouble. Uh, and what's going to happen? God has uh, God will allow this season of great tribulation to come in. And again, the main purpose of this tribulation will be God is going after the Jewish remnant of the house of Israel. You know, today there's a spirit of slumber that's covered the house of Israel, but that spirit of slumber will actually be lifted and Israel will cry out for the true Messiah. It's going to be exciting. Uh, Christ will uh, uh, he will come back and, and he will actually deliver Israel. But this season of tribulation is, is forecast in the scriptures and it's going to be a time that this world has never, never seen or nor never ever will see again. Uh, again, 21 judgments upon mankind. Uh, we see uh, there are many things that would take place, the seven seal judgments, the seven trumpet judgments and the uh, seven vile judgments that will come upon man. God's going to do supernatural things in the tribulation season. We also have here at the midpoint of the tribulation, the Bible talks about the two witnesses. You find that in uh, Revelations chapter 11. But what we're going to see here is that uh, this is a time and a season uh, that mankind uh, uh, don't want to be a part of. I I'll say that today, uh, you know, you want to be born again during the time of the church age because uh, anybody gets saved during this time. It's going to be uh, uh, very hard for them to live uh, and exist. The Antichrist will be here. He will institute the mark of the beast, the, the time of, of uh, you know, men not being able to buy or sell unless they have that mark. Uh, and we will continue as we go a little further. Satan will be cast down to planet Earth at this time. And the Bible says that as Satan realizes that he has but a short time, he's going to really focus his attention uh, against against the children of God or even against Israel during this time. But he'll be cast down here. Uh, the Bible says he'll be cast to the earth from his from his lower lower kingdom. And then from this point on, uh, uh, he's going he's going closer and closer to his to his end time judgment. Dr. David Reagan's book, God's Plan for the Ages, contains a comprehensive overview of all aspects of Bible prophecy. It's written in an easy-to-understand, down-to-earth style that you will find appealing, in addition to all the prophecies concerning the first and second comings of the Messiah, it deals with a host of other prophetic questions, such as, what happens when you die? What will heaven be like? What's the future of the earth? Where is the United States in prophecy? When is the rapture most likely to occur? Is the Antichrist alive today? Are there signs of the times that are unique to our day and age? The book contains a variety of charts and diagrams which illustrate various aspects of Bible prophecy. The book is available for a gift of $15 or more plus shipping. To get a copy of God's Plan for the Ages, please call 1-800-705-8316 Monday through Friday, 8 a.m. to 5 p.m. Central Time and ask for it by name or order online at lamblion.com. The book contains 42 exciting chapters about Bible prophecy and runs a total of 415 pages. Again, it can be yours for a gift of $15 or more plus shipping. Call 1-800-705-8316 today to request a copy or order online at lamblion.com. Consider ordering an extra copy for your pastor or church library. I 
want to pick up here. We we first talked about the, the rapture of the church, the time of the church age, and then we moved on into the time of the Great Tribulation. And again, one main purpose of the Great Tribulation is that God is going after the nation of Israel. He's going after a Jewish remnant. The Bible says uh, even the 144,000, they are considered during this time in the tribulation as the first fruit offering unto God. The main purpose of this tribulation is going to bring salvation to the house of Israel. Now, what I like about this, too, uh, especially using this chart, because we're going to see that at the close of the tribulation. One more thing I want, I want to say to you that the majority of the book of Revelation is actually found in this part of the chart here, uh, starting at chapter six, where the beginning of the tribulation takes place. And it goes all the way to chapter 19. We find a lot of content in the book of Revelation here. But I want to take you back up to the heavenlies and then we're going to come back down to the chart. I shared earlier that we talked about this uh, wonderful event known as the marriage supper of the lamb. This would be a great banquet spread in heaven. The bride have made herself ready. The word of God says that blessed are those who are called to this marriage supper. And, you know, I can't wait. I mean, when I found out that there'll be food in heaven, I got real excited. So we're going to see that, that this is a wonderful time for every believer. Revelation chapter 19, verses seven through uh, through nine actually talks about the marriage supper. But the scripture goes on in chapter uh, 19 because it's going to tell us about another event known as the second coming of Christ. Now, this will be the literal physical return of our Lord uh, as he comes back to planet Earth to deliver the nation of Israel from the oppression of the Antichrist. Also, in this second coming of Christ, the Bible tells us here that Jesus is coming back with a, a mighty army. And that army will actually comprise us, the saints of God. Those of us that were raptured and caught up will actually come back with Christ. But I want to pause for a second and just share one, one other thing. This is one reason why I do like this chart, because we can see that there's a difference in the rapture and the second coming uh, 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 teachings. Here, the second coming, Christ is coming back to planet Earth. He will physically touch planet Earth. The Bible says in Zechariah, he was his feature standing that day upon the Mount of Olives. But if you notice, when we look at the rapture, First Thessalonians, the Bible says we will meet Christ in the air. And I want you to notice, too, that both of these events are two distinct events in prophecy. Here, Christ is coming to take up the church. Here, he's coming back with the church or with the saints. We will come back with him comprising the armies of heaven. And what we're also going to do, uh, uh, the second coming of Christ will bring a close to the time of tribulation. At this point, Jesus will dethrone the Antichrist. You look at Revelation 19, at the close of the tribulation, the Bible says that the Antichrist will be cast alive into the lake of fire. Christ is coming back at that time to judge the Antichrist and his forces. Uh, the Antichrist and false prophet will be cast alive there. The second coming of Christ will produce the event known as the Battle of Armageddon. You know, a lot of times today when you hear news, news, uh, uh, news clips on TV and you hear the term Armageddon, the first thing they say that we, you know, we've reached the end, of the, the end of the world because the bombs have exploded. Well, I'll tell people all the time, I say, you need to understand Bible prophecy. Uh, Armageddon will not take place until Christ literally comes back to planet Earth. When Jesus comes back, then Armageddon will take place. Now, I want to take you a little bit further. As Christ come back in the second coming, which will produce the battle of Armageddon, as he judged the Antichrist, we are coming back with Christ to go into his government. The Bible lets us know that Christ, he's coming back to fulfill physical prophecies upon his life. The Bible tells us here that there will be uh, uh, 1,000 years of Christ ruling and reigning upon planet Earth. And what I love so well is that the saints are coming back with him to go into that, into that time of government. The Bible says if you, reign, if you suffer with him, you shall reign with him. Uh, Jesus said, uh, uh, 
uh, if you overcome, he said, I will, I will grant you to, to be in charge over many cities. Here in the millennial kingdom, we will come back with Christ to help him rule and reign in this world. The Bible tells us that, that, that this would be a, a, a time of, of government, a theocratic government ruled by Christ. Jesus here, the Bible says, will actually rule planet Earth for 1,000 years. And again, it's going to be a wonderful season, but I want to share one other thing. Prior to this thousand year beginning, Revelation chapter 20, the Bible says that Satan will be bound in the bottomless pit. The scripture tells us that Satan will be bound in this in this bottomless pit for 1000 years. So he will have no influence inside of the tribulation season. Uh, even though uh, the anti- uh, Satan won't be here, nor his influences, man will even sin in this uh, millennial kingdom. Uh, here, man cannot blame the devil on his on his sins because the sin nature will still be there and many would sin. Not the glorified who are coming back with Christ, but those sheep nations that are allowed to come out of the tribulation into the millennial kingdom. One other thing I like about the millennium, the Bible tells us that Christ, uh, he's going to basically change the nature of the beast. The lion will not eat flesh in the millennial kingdom. He will eat uh, straw like the ox, the Bible says. A, a child can play on the den of a most poisonous snake and that child would not be harmed. The whole earth will be filled with the peace of God. It's going to be exciting. Uh, I cannot wait to be there, uh, to be in some capacity to help Christ rule. You know, I heard a man say something that really blessed me. He said, when Christ come back in the second coming, he's coming with his administration. Uh, we that have, that have been raptured will come back with him to, again, to be in those key positions of rule. Now, the Bible also tells us in Revelation chapter 20, verse 7, that Satan will be loosed out of that prison. Now, as he's released out of that thousand year prison, the Bible lets us know that that uh, that that he will have influence again in the earth. And I believe that this is God's last purging of the unredeemed. Those people uh, that can come under Satan's influence or will will actually surrender their influence to him. They will actually try to come against Christ and God's going to judge them. But one verse I'm really excited about is Revelation chapter 20, verse 10, because it tells us here that Satan will be cast into the lake of fire. The Bible says he will be there forever and ever. Satan is going to hell. The Bible tells us that he will go there. But that will take place at the end of this thousand year reign of Christ. And again, Christ will rule. It will be a time of peace. This world will experience peace that it has never, ever experienced. Uh, When Christ came the first time, he did not uh, physically sit on the throne of his father, David. But the Bible tells us that he will. And again, what's so exciting, uh, those of us that are born again, we will actually be with him to rule and to reign. You know, we'll be there to report for duty, to be with our Lord. And again, I'm excited uh, what Bible prophecy reveals in regards to this thousand year season uh, of our Lord. Evangelist Don Perkins is the founder and director of According to Prophecy Ministries based in San Diego, California. Don has set himself apart in ministry by finding creative ways to make his presentations visually appealing. Don Perkins is the only black evangelist who has devoted full time to the teaching and preaching of Bible prophecy. Today we are pleased to make available one of Don Perkins' messages. Bible prophecy, God's order of events, is a stimulating message that was delivered at the 22nd annual God's News Behind the News International Prophecy Conference. In God's order of events, Don Perkins shares a comprehensive look at Bible prophecy from creation to the eternal future. Some of the prophetic events highlighted are Jesus Christ in Bible prophecy, the rapture of the church, the judgment seat of Christ, the great tribulation period, the marriage supper of the Lamb, the second coming of Christ, the battle of Armageddon, the millennial reign of Christ, 
the compartments of hell and the new heavens and new earth. Masterful use of clear visuals and Don Perkins' solid grasp of Bible prophecy makes this message highly motivating and will help you discover God's eternal purpose and plan. This dynamic DVD video message is available for a gift of $15 or more plus shipping. Just call 1-800-705-8316 Monday through Friday, 8 to 5 p.m. Central Time and ask for Don Perkins's Bible Prophecy, God's Order of Events. For those of you tuning in now, we're actually taking you through our Bible prophecy chart. We started with the church age. We moved on to the great tribulation. Then we moved on to the millennial kingdom. Now what I want to do, I want to take you a step further. We're going to look at the great white throne, the, uh, the compartments of hell, and then the eternal state. Uh, as we close, we dealt with Satan being bound, uh, I mean, being bound in the millennium, being released and then cast into the lake of fire. The Bible tells us in Revelation chapter 20, though, that there will be another event uh, in the heavens. This is Revelation chapter 20, verse 11 through 15. And this event is known as the great white throne judgment. This will be the judgment of the unredeemed. Every man or woman that appears here will be eternally lost. Uh, you wonder why would God even do this judgment? Well, one reason he's going to he's going to have this judgment is because at this time, man will be resurrected from Hades and Sheol. His spirit and soul will be resurrected to reunite with his physical body. He will stand before God to give an account in his flesh for the deeds done in his body. Here, God will show man everything he did to save them. Men, men will understand of an assurity that God tried. God did everything that he could do to redeem them. But they would notice. I mean, they will see here that they have rejected him here. Every man, woman will be judged here. Uh, God will vindicate his judgment on the unredeemed. And sad to say, those people will be judged. The Bible says that God does not have pleasure in the death of the wicked. It hurts the heart of God for, for anyone to, to die outside of, of, of God's uh, eternal love. But some will because of their rejection of Christ and they will actually be cast alive into the lake of fire. And again, this 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 is 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 an eternal judgment. But since I'm down here, I want to take you over just a little bit further here. And, and the Bible actually tells us a lot about about hell. Well, we can see in the scriptures that there are five different uh, compartments of hell, if you want to call it that. Uh, but but it's all the term hell. But let me let, let me explain what the scripture teach. Here we have here this first compartment known as paradise of old or Abraham's bosom. And if you notice on the chart here, this compartment here is actually before the cross of Christ. This took place. Uh, this was a place where the redeemed would go. Those who were covered by the atoning blood of the lamb. Uh, when they died, their bodies were buried. We, their bodies were buried, but their spirit and soul went to, uh, went to Abraham's bosom. This compartment is no longer uh, here today because today when a Christian dies, he's absent from the body. He's present with the Lord. But at this time, because uh, God had because Christ hadn't died yet, God had to have a place in order for the redeemed to go. And they went to this compartment. After Christ's resurrection, this compartment was delivered. He led captivity captive. The next compartment we have here is hell or Hades and Sheol, which is the Greek and Hebrew form of the word hell. This is a compartment where the spirit and the soul of the unredeemed go. And they are there awaiting the time of judgment. Uh, I like to call Hades and Sheol like central lockup. This is a place where they are until they go before the judge. And then they will go to the eternal hell, which we will cover in a few seconds. The Bible also tells us about another part of hell known as Tartarus. This is where those angels uh, that cohabitated with men, God judged them. Satan uh, sent these angels on assignment and they overstepped their bound and God judged them immediately, immediately. And the Bible said that they're there today reserved 
unto the judgment. And uh, these are certain angels that Satan sent on assignment that God judged. And again, you find that in Second Peter, chapter two, verse four. Another compartment, which I lightly touched earlier, was during the time of the millennial kingdom. This compartment is known as the bottomless pit or the abyss. And this is where Satan will be bound for 1000 years during the time of tribulation. Also in the tribulation season here, uh, when the fifth seal and the fifth trumpet is blown, locusts will come from the bottomless pit up on earth to torment men for five months. So uh, they're actually coming from the bottomless pit here. Then we're going to look at this last compartment, which is uh, the eternal hell. As a matter of fact, the Bible says hell shall be cast into Gehenna or the lake of fire. Another name for it is called the second death. And uh, this is the eternal judgment. This is where Satan will be bound. I mean, not bound. He'll be judged here and fallen man will actually go there also. But I want to close on a happy note because I really like this. Uh, we're going to end up here in the eternal state or the eternal world. Revelation 21, 22 actually gives us a beautiful panoramic picture of eternity. The Bible says we will spend eternity upon a brand new world wherein dwells righteousness. What I like also, Revelation 22, 3, it tells us that there will be no more curse. You know, the beautiful rose bush had not Adam's sin would never have had a thorn. But because of Adam's sin, sin entered into the earth and the beautiful rose bush became thorn infested. It was a part of the curse. God judged the earth. Well, in the new world, this new world will have no more curse. And because of that, I believe every rose bush will be uh, uh, there will be no thorns on it. Uh, we will actually live in a beautiful world. The Bible tells us that God's going to cause the new Jerusalem, the tabernacle of God to come up on the new earth. The Bible says every righteous born again believer will be here in the eternal world. The Bible says God would come down and he would he 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 would reside here and, and Jesus would reside there and we would be there for all eternity. Now, think about this. If Adam had never sinned, mankind would forever spend eternity upon upon planet Earth. Well, you know, that was always the will of God. Well, we're going to have a tangible, touchable, feelable eternity. And I'm so excited about it. I'm looking forward to going into this eternal world. Now, what God's going to do. Prior to the new earth coming, God's going to renovate it. In other words, all of the contaminants of man and sin will actually be burned and, 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 and dealt with. And then when the smoke clear and the dust settle, we'll have a brand new world. I mean, what we need to understand is that when we step into the eternal world, it's going to be an awesome world because there'll be no more devil, no more sin, no more sickness, no more curse. Uh, the Bible says God shall wipe away all tears from our eyes and it's going to be exciting. I'm looking forward to, to this. Another thing that I'm really excited about, the Bible talks about the tree of life. The tree of life that Adam and Eve, after they sinned, they could no longer eat of that tree. Uh, They ate of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. And and God uh, banned them from eating of the tree of life. Well, the tree of life would be on planet Earth. And the Bible says every believer can eat of the tree of life. It's going to bear 12 manner fruits and yield a different fruit every month. What is your eternal destiny? Are you a candidate for the eternal world or the lake of fire? The choice is yours. The word of God commands that every man must must be born again. Simply, the Bible says, whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord, they shall be saved. You know, the choice is yours. God said, I've said before you life and death. He said, but I tell you, choose life. And that life is eternal life with Jesus Christ. Well, folks, you have just witnessed a highly abbreviated version of Don's presentation about end time Bible prophecy using his great chart, to illustrate his points. To get the detailed version, I urge you to call and order a copy of his DVD entitled, Bible Prophecy, God's Order of Events. Don, in the short time we have remaining, would you tell people how they can get on your mailing list? It's very simple. You can go to our website. It's www.according, 
the number two, prophecy.org. Well, folks, that's our time for this week. I hope this program has been a blessing to you, and I hope you will be back with us next week. Until then, this is Dave Reagan speaking for Lamb and Lion Ministries saying, look up, be watchful, for our redemption is drawing near. Hello, my name is Nathan Jones, web minister with Lamb and Lion Ministries. We're using the internet to proclaim the soon return of Jesus Christ to over one billion people who access the internet now and after the rapture. I'd like to invite you to come and check out our website at www.lamblion.com. You will find a wealth of information about Bible prophecy, gaining a big picture view into God's plan for the ages and learn how His eternal plan relates to you in the here and now. Watch online episodes of Christ and Prophecy for in-depth teachings on end-time events. Read from the library of articles covering all aspects of God's prophetic word. Subscribe free to receive the Lamplighter magazine, e-newsletter, and blog to stay up to date on current events as they relate to Bible prophecy. Equip yourself to share the good news with others using materials from our resource center. Come visit lamblion.com today. Thank you for joining us on today's Christ in Prophecy, a presentation of Lamb and Lion Ministries, a non-denominational ministry dedicated to teaching the fundamentals of biblical prophecy and proclaiming the soon return of Jesus. 